Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. Talk around uh, the water cooler and not get fired. Are there water coolers still? No, there's nothing shared anymore. If you share anything, you die. (laughs) Welcome to the new age. Village Idiom. The tens. Hello and welcome to the Village Idiom. We are a podcast that every single week we choose a popular saying to take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, once in a while interesting, if we're lucky, educational dive into its meaning, its usage, its origins. But mostly we're going to use it to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on. My name is Jurassic Martin. I am skinny. It's a fantastic week here in paradise. Paradise? Oh, it's so snowed, beautiful here right yesterday. Now. Well, <laughs> it didn't stick though. It was fake snow. It was, the, it was the uh, threat of snow. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just here for a bit. I was thinking more of more of the weekend. We just finished out a comic convention. Did you get a chance? Did to- you go? I did. Fan <gasps> Expo. Oh, Fan Expo. There was another one right before it, but uh, nobody seemed to even hear about that other than me. But you went less, to Fan Expo. What, fan. what did you? What, 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 uh, give me um, the quick highlights before we get into. Okay, so uh, amazing things that I just appreciate about fan the idea of Fan Expo, uh, the fan art and the mashup of genres. They call that fart for short. Yes, fart. Oh, the farting. Uh, the fan art is... Um, so, like, I think a, a great example would be the Peanuts-styled characters. You know how they're kind of just a little more short and stout, Charlie Brown? Sure. But uh, done in Archie characters. Wait a minute. Wait. So, Charlie Brown as an Archie or the other way around? No, so Charlie Brown as an Archie. So, oh. Archie that's all, like... You know the, the the squatty little pudgy Charlie Brown sized that kind of thing. Where so Archie is short. Archie is short. Oh, I thought you were and making, all the other characters. I thought you were making Charlie Brown tall like Archie. No, no, no. It's uh, it's the complete opposite. But so then you get your you know your Betty Veronica and, and Jughead all like yeah yeah know, yeah. Do the thing. And so those kind of mashups I find just amazing. That's great. The next set that I just that really killed me. And same thing on on the art side um uh, i got to meet anthony daniels that was neat so c3po oh yep got picture taken with him anyways um That's, there was there was for a, some reason i pictured anthony hopkins when you said that hello clarice yes <laughs> he was there in his gimp costume okay so anthony wow that's, yeah. that's that's an actual meet is that a cool one? Yeah. That's a cool one. It's actual C-3PO. But anyways, um, there was this, and it sounds, you know, corny and maybe a little off color is the uh, bathroom art. And so it was like superheroes or like uh, anime type characters that are like just sitting on the toilet, <laughs> um, like a sideways I, view. I literally thought you meant when you were in the bathroom, there was art even in there. No, 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 this this is, no, bathroom no, like, humor, bathroom art, bathroom art, but like a wall full of it. And so it's like, it'd be like, uh, like one that stands out was like Superman just bearing down on like, he's got a, a deuce to drop and he's just like, uh, and he's shooting lasers out of his eyes because he's trying to go to the bathroom so hard. I feel like, and in- so it's just like, it's like, if I'm sitting in your washroom, really, that's hilarious. Like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I feel like, I, I mean, I've never worn a cape. And I still feel like I've struggled with certain hoodies to keep it out of the bowl. <laughs> so a cape is good. So to imagine be- a cape. Like ah, those flush. guys. Those guys have it rough. It's not easy. It's being- not easy. Yeah. So the, so it's um, not easy being a super pooper. The cosplay people were in full force. I can't believe how many people had costumes on. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the fun, that's the fun part, hey. Did it was you, extensive. Did you wear anything remotely Comic Con, or did you go as? No, my my nephew had a, a Joker. Did you wear a Village Idiom T shirt? Just I didn't. were people flocking you? I didn't. I didn't. Nothing like that. Maybe didn't. next year we could do. A, I'm not a even live. sure they knew who I was. What? No, I know that's not true. Yeah, I know it's crazy. That's not true, but you know they're there for other reasons. We're not comic book. We're not that, quite that pop culture, but we're close. But yeah, it'd be so, nice to do a live one there. Maybe next but year. But if someone could do us up as. Archie characters. Oh, now we're talking. Or someone do us up as Peanuts characters. I mean, maybe we should just submit shots of us sitting on the can. <laughs> Would anybody buy that? <laughs> well, you never know. You have not because you asked not. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I'm going to call it a, a para, paradisical, paradisical, paradisical weekend. <laughs> uh, well, you know. As far as what kind of pictures we should take and what we shouldn't take, that's a semi-good introduction to today's idiom, which uh, here's a little clip from Happy Days. Oh, yeah. Well, there is an old rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. That is today. And the rule of thumb is don't submit pictures of yourself on the can. (laughs) Please don't. Yeah. Rule of thumb, which uh, its meaning is... um, I'm hoping to be shocked today because I have in my mind what I've been told already rule of thumb is okay well that'll be that maybe that'll give you an advantage on the game i do have a game for you to guess where the origins are coming from before we get there and i should mention that uh it was a friend of a friend uh who recommended this idiom so this okay. was an actual request and and village idiot children out there by all means if you want to make a request if you've if you hear an idiom or a phrase or a saying out there in the world and you're like I wonder where that comes from yeah you could google it or you could send us a little message and we'll give a shout out to you and tell you this one goes to you. So in when I looked up rule of thumb in the news, which sometimes I'd like to take these idioms, look them up in the news, 80% of all the hits were finance related. Rule of thumb. Rule really? of thumb. Really? And all had to do, yeah, so the rule of thumb, it was like the, the generalized, um, this is this is how things should be, the generalization yeah. as a rule of thumb. As a rule of thumb. Yeah, which, you know, more into its, its uh, well, meaning. So the, the, or how it's used today. This is the, the what I wrote down. A rule of thumb is a means of estimation made according to a rough and ready practical rule, not based on science or exact measurement. Mm-hmm. So that was as, as official of a definition as I could get for this as an idiom um, or or its general meaning. I will tell you this. I have one rule of thumb story. Okay. I was pulled over while out of town. I was driving my uh, my... Very tiny firstborn at the time. And my wife and my mom all in the car. I'm driving. We get pulled over. We're out of town. I have no idea where, why we're being pulled over. Literally don't. They're, like, everybody could see this. Rule of thumb, don't jump out of the vehicle. <laughs> the, everybody could see Start this, running at the police the car. police on the Rule side of, of the car. And so people were literally slowing down. It was kind of bottlenecked. And so me and the car in front of me we and a few others all get pulled over. So, you know, the classic, do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, I actually have no idea. I know I wasn't speeding. And he's like, oh, you were traveling too close to the car in front of you. And I said, what? We were all, like, coming to a stop because everybody saw you. So it was bottlenecking this actual part. This is your fault. Yeah, this is your fart. Your fart. Everything's called fart today. This was your fault that we were, like, coming up close to each other's bumper. And uh, he's like, yeah, well, you know, we, we have decided you were too close to the car in front of you. And I said, well, what is too close? What's the measurement? And he said, 
He says, well, I can't. Two seconds? No, he's like, I can't give you uh, an actual measurement. I'm like, so you're going to ticket me on something you can't give me a measurement on. Uh, Yeah, well, it wasn't me that pulled you over. I'm just the one writing the ticket. It's my supervisor that wrote the ticket. I'm like, well, maybe he could explain to you why you're pulling me over. Because I feel like I deserve at least an explanation of why I'm being pulled over. Well, I told you, sir, you were driving too close to the car in front of you. And I How said, close is that again? I said, well, I know I've had my li-. This is what I said to him. I said, I know I've had my license for a number of years, but I clearly remember my instruction manual before getting my learners even that said, a rule of thumb to follow somebody is a four-second count from bumper in, in to bumper. In the rain. Yeah. Two, two seconds. Two seconds otherwise? Yeah, four seconds in the so rain. So I said four seconds. Mm-hmm. I said, but that that official printed educational director's instruction manual that was given to me to get my license used the words, and I quote, rule of thumb, which is not an exact science. So if you can't give me a measurement, uh, I'd like to talk to your supervisor. Well, it's not going to happen. He's back a ways, you know, stopping people. And I said, well, you know, he's like, you can fight this, but it's out of town. And and I'm like, I'm never going to fight this. I'm never going to drive to your silly little town. (laughs) I'll drive around get, uh, oh, dunk. So I, it was, it, and it was extra annoying because I had a perfect driver's record to that point, hmm. and uh, he couldn't give me an exact measurement. The book said rule of thumb for a second, which is super unofficial, and he's given me a ticket for an issue that they caused by causing all the cars to slow down and get closer to each other. That's hilarious. Rule of thumb. Doesn't work in court. <laughs> Even all well, of maybe it would have if I went to court. Rule all, all of your police stories. I should have gone to court on that one. I just didn't want to go. I did all get way. pulled over for the same uh, for for tailgating. I, I, when, yeah, yeah. When I was uh, heading up to seminary, like bar- barbecuing and mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was that it was a lit barbecue on the back while I was traveling. It sounds lit. <laughs> so uh, there was a semi in driving in the fast lane, but not going fast, and so I was behind him, flashing my lights. And behind me was a cop car. <laughs> you can't flash somebody? Apparently, it's illegal to flash people. Really? Yeah. Give them a little tweet tweet. Oh, no, no, no. Move I, aside? No, I was pulling my shirt off. Oh. Yeah. No, that kind of flashing. Yeah. No, you're talking about with the headlights? <laughs> <laughs> Regrettably, so I do have headlights. Did you, <laughs> so. did you get a ticket for tailgating, for no, flashing, I got or pulled, the semi? I got... <laughs> So, so no, I, I did get, I did get pulled over. I didn't get a ticket because okay. he also thought it was annoying. But he's like, you can't do that. I didn't know you can do that. Apparently, you can't do that, huh? Yeah, now you know. Rule of thumb, <laughs> or maybe you can. You just Rule of me. thumb I is you don't them. flash anyone. No flashing. No, no definition semis, of no the word flashing. Uh, well, let's get into origins in a second here. But before we do, before we sing a little, uh, can I tell you what mine is? Just before. Before I even give you options? Yeah. Sure. And then I hear your options. Okay. But we, uh, we've always heard, and I imagine you heard it this way too, that you can't beat your wife with anything thicker than your thumb. Old school. Don't tell me. They say you can't. <laughs> well, as a, she would have to actually report you. As a rule of thumb. As a rule of thumb. So you can't beat your wife with anything thicker. This is like old school. It literally re- wives tale. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they claim. <laughs> Um, um, well, so yeah, that uh, if it was, yeah, yeah. well, you preemptively gave your guess. Idea. I'm now going to give you three options okay. that may or may not contain that as an option. They're, it's it's so ridiculous. Option number one: origin story of the idiom rule of thumb. Option okay. number one: patriarchal spousal abuse. Okay. <laughs> there it is. 
<laughs> so but much. I think you might be throwing me off. So I'm going to go with no matter what. It's not going to be that. Oh, okay. Because I refuse to believe that that was a, okay, sounds, a thing. Sounds okay, sounds good. I'll give you the other two then. Uh, you might enjoy this one. The size comparison of finger, fingers to nostrils. The size comparison of fingers to nostrils. Wow. Okay. And the third one is the fact that the thumb is easily broken. Hmm. So patriarchal spousal abuse, which was your what you guessed ahead of time. The size comparison of fingers to nostrils or the fact that the thumb is easily broken. The legitimate children, jump in there with me with uh, your preemptive guess. I'm going to go see that the, the fact that the thumb is... Yes. Easily broken. I have broken my thumb. Taking, c- catching a soccer ball because I was in goal and it snapped it back. Did you save the... But I kept it. I glued it back on. <laughs> I did mean... I'm okay did now. You keep, yes, I kept did it. Did you save the thumb? I mean, did you save the goal? Like, did, I, you, did they I score it, on you? No, I held my thumb in my hand. I'm like, it's not your time. You and did, then one, I, you and did then one of these? I pumped it a little bit just to like... And then I blew into its, its mouth, little... Mouth to thumb? Yeah. <laughs> I pumped, pumped it a little bit. It was amazing. Yeah. It was a real tender moment. That me and my thumb had that day. Somebody so. loves you. <laughs> well, let's find out where this all comes from. I said some words. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? No one can know. I turned around and looked behind. Those words came from another mind. All righty. Well, you... Uh, I will. I will join you in saying that you're going to uh, join me in C on your puzzle. No, I'm going to tell you that before looking it up, I thought the same of you. I, I, I've at least I've heard that heard that before. In Urban fact, legend. I saved this little clip from um, uh, the Boondock Saints. That that's in says, the early 1900s, it was legal for men to beat their wives, right? As long as they used mm. a stick no wider than their thumb. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's what we've all heard, right? That was that's a, so. I'm going. It can't be that. There can't be some legal thing. So I'll I'll, I'll about go caning through, your wife. Exactly. I'll go through what I've in popular imagination in England at least the rule and here the rule of thumb has been said to derive from the belief that English law allowed a man to beat his wife with a stick so long as it was no thicker than his thumb. This is not the case. So you've eliminated a. It can't. It couldn't have been that. It's too ridiculous. Um. It's not the case, although it is true that in English common law once held that it was legal for men to chastise their wife using, well, actually it said in moderation, whatever that might mean. Oh, he got himself in trouble. I think he died like over a decade ago, but Sean Connery for his, because he said, oh, I wrote it down because it was so, so it was like, he said that and it got him in apparently a bunch of heat, uh, his particular quote, quote, sometimes a woman just needs a little slap. <laughs> That's what he said. I mean, that's, so he, he got that's true for men and women, though. Well, I was thinking, I was like, that's such a funny phrase, but it wasn't that like long ago, like maybe in the last 50 years, where that whole idea of hysterics, you're hysterical. And yeah. then you grab somebody and you shake, shake them, them and up. slap them a bit. But that's just babies, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't shake them. You don't shake a baby. So after you slap them. Wait a minute. Uh, so, you know, the, and then that there's a, a scene from the movie Airplane 
where where there's a lady, she's becoming hysterical, and then it's like, calm down, calm down, slap, slap, <laughs> yeah, and then slap. Or no, first person is just shaking them, and it's like, let me handle this, and then the next person comes up. And, oh, and I do then, remember that and scene. Shake yeah, and yeah, slaps, yeah. and then like a nun comes up. Yeah, I do remember that. Twice, That's funny. Then it's like a lineup of people with like boxing gloves and someone with like a crowbar. <laughs> yeah, totally you're being hysterical. That. Yeah, yeah. So rule of thumb, it does not come from that. Uh, despite the phrase being in common use since the 17th century and has appeared thousands of times in print, there's no printed record that this is in any way associated with domestic violence until the 1970s. And guess who brought it up? This Chris notion, Brown. This, <laughs> this notion of the rule of thumb coming from men beating women was uh, uh, invented by the then-modern-day feminists hmm. who just were looking for ammo. So oh. completely fictionalized by the feminist movement of the 1970s. Did not come from that. There's no reason to think that it did. Uh, the responses that circulated then, uh, which assumed the wife-beating law to be true, was influenced by a cartoon, apparently, called Gilray's Cartoon, um, uh, which I couldn't find. But it came up often enough that it was Gilray's cartoon gave it some sort of credence, which is hilarious that you're getting your your backing. Well, I've got proof to back it up. Check out this comic strip. <laughs> it's stupid. Charlie Brown told and me And they too. also, several sites... Uh, indi- you blockhead. ...indicated that the Rolling Stones song called Under My Thumb helped propel hmm. it even further, which was uh, a 1966 uh, Under the song. Thumb is different. That's it is different, Under the Thumb. That's a totally different idiom. That's a different idiom. But uh, they think that the... Coin- there's at least coincidence that it became popular by the feminists at the same time. Maybe that's how like out. hitchhikers, like with they're putting their thumb out. I must like, use hitchhikers at, as look, one of the look options. Look at the size. Of, look how little my thumb is. It's the least I could beat you with. It's, yeah, exactly. It's the worst this is going to get. So the phrase itself has been in circulation since the, since the 1600s. Uh, earliest known use of it in print is in a sermon. So it comes from a good place. Depending on the sermon, I guess. It's a good place. Given by an English Puritan, James Durham. You know those Puritans. And printed in Heaven Upon Earth in 1658. And this is what it says. Many professed, uh, many professed Christians are like to foolish builders who build by guess and by rule of thumb and not by square and rule. Hmm. So that's exactly, you know, in use of what it means. It means you're guesstimating well, something. That's about... Well, I don't know about you, but when you press your thumb down on something, how it gets wider. Well, so you're like guessing by rule of thumb. You're right. like, it's about that wide unless I press it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a half press. <laughs> that, that adds another sixteenth of an inch. So the sad news is that the origin of the phrase is kind of unknown. So that is sad. There's no B or C, unfortunately. Hmm. A is the closest to being a correct answer because it's so popular. It can't be in use, but yeah. it's not where it comes There's, from. However, there is a lot of speculation that says likely it, it is used because it refers to one of the numerous ways that thumbs throughout history have indeed been used to measure things. Like think about doing this thing when you're measuring something in the distance. I'm holding my thumb up like towards a, the camera. Like a painter? Yeah. Um, trying to give- or the fact that people say that from the tip of your tongue, tum, the thumb, mm-hmm. from the tip of the thumb to the first knuckle is an inch and uh and but it's not on everyone and like this kind of framing something using your two thumbs together and the other fingers up your thumb has been used a variety of ways throughout history whether realistically or not to be used as measuring tool uh apparently um 
it was also used to measure the temperature of brews of beer. Hmm. So again, it was a, a a way of measuring was was the thumb. So the earliest measurement use that I could find in print uh, is in a journal of of tales with the uh, title of Wits Cre- Wits Recreations, augmented with ingenious conceits for the witty and merry medicines for the melancholic, which is quite the title. 1640, and this is the rhyme that is found within it. So the oldest that I could find anywhere on the interwebs. If Hercules' tall stature might be guessed, but by his thumb the index of the rest. In due proportion, the best rule that I would choose to measure Venus' beauty by should be her leg and foot. The rule of leg never caught on. (laughs) So it's kind of a little tongue-in-cheek thing. Here's the thing that I thought was the coolest. Are you ready? The Germans have a sim- have a similar phrase to indicate a rough approximation, and it's Pimaldaumen. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, but Pimaldaumen, which translated as pi, like 3.14, times thumb. <laughs> wow, yeah. funny. I'm like, that's funny. How, how big is that building? Ah, it's like pi times thumb. Hmm. Yeah, it's just a, a funny little thing. Uh, what, what, what time are we at? Okay, I'll, I'll continue a little bit. There was thing, something that might have continued the mistaken, um, uh, whatchamacallit, like, definition of it being the thickness of a rod you could beat your wife with, which goes back to that cartoon, uh, and specifically, uh, a separate cartoon by Jim, James Gilray, which was a satirical cartoon attacking Buller, who was a judge, who apparently was, incredibly harsh in his punishments and had a reputation for being arrogant and he became known as judge thumb hmm. but it it there this comic book was the judge and then another man chasing a woman with a stick and it like kind of reinforced reinforced that it was it came from a legal place because the judge became known as judge thumb and that was the comic strip that best represented his harshness and so there was this connection point that that see this goes all the way back to this judicial decision. It's legal, where, yeah. So that's kind of where that came from. Interesting, yeah. It's good, good, fun time. Well, I'm. Uh, I, I I knew it had to be. It's out there. It's out there because you're just told that, like, th- this is a thing. Yeah, you're like, but when you think about it, you're like, that can't have been a thing. I found a, I found a little clip of the use of rule of thumb from the unlikeliest of characters because I would expect this guy to be more about actual facts than to say rule of thumb and being guesstimate. But you know, <laughs> Italian housewives have a rule of thumb. Just you know, what's his name? Uh, Sheldon from mm-hmm. from uh, Big Bang Theory. But yeah, so so that's it. That's the end of any sort of origins that I might have for you. That's fantastic. Hopefully, illegitimate children, you grabbed a little something about that that you can talk around uh, the water cooler and not get fired. Are there water coolers still? No, there's nothing shared anymore. (laughs) If you share anything, you die. (laughs) Welcome to the new age. Rule of thumb is get your own water bottle. (laughs) Don't share anything. We don't even refill it, refilling station, because someone could have breathed on it. Somebody licked it. Yes, well, it's possible. You have to have your own individual one now. Excuse me. Well, heading into the end of things, we should jump in with some uh, Riddlink. Oh, yeah? You want to play? Riddlink is a game we like to play. It takes a two-part trivia-based question. requires a two-part overlapping answer. Overlapping by sound, syllable, word, or word. So, for example, uh, last week, episode 215, Under the Sun, 
Uh, we left you with this one. Robin's nickname has nothing new here. Do you know Robin's new, uh, Robin's nickname? Tell me the whole thing again. Robin's nickname has nothing new here. I want to go the boy wonder. Nothing new here. Wonder the sun. The sun. Oh, yeah, you got it. The boy wonder the sun. The boy wonder the sun. Oh yeah. And that's how you play Riddle Link. You got two answers: the boy wonder and, like, and under the sun. Okay. The correct answer is not both. Correct answer is Boy Wonder the Sun. The Boy Wonder the, the Sun. Well, I've got a couple prepared. I got a couple. Let's get into this. <clears throat> Jeffrey Bruce Atkins hosted hmm. Fire Festival, which as a generalization, I wouldn't do. Jeffrey Bryce Atkins hosted oh. Fire Festival, which as a generalization, I wouldn't do. Is that the real name of Ja Rule? So Ja... Uh, Ja Rule of Thumb? That's Ja Rule of Thumb. Excellent. I love it. I love it. That's a good one. Okay, let me give you one. Okay. What Elvis song opposes viciousness? You can estimate. What Elvis oh. song <laughs> opposes viciousness? You can estimate. Don't be cruel of thumb. That's it. That's great. Now, this one's going to dig a little deep, and some of you, uh, you, you Disneyites are going to have to really kick your brain into gear. This inaccurate measuring digit is a digit-sized heroine who marries Prince Cornelius. Are they called Disneyites? I don't know. Is this is there a special like if land? You're, if you're crazy Disney-nopia? about Disney, Disney-land? like you're just nuts about Disney, are they Disnuts? Disnuts. <laughs> man, you should make a shirt with the Disney logo. Disnuts. Disnuts. Oh man. <laughs> That would be I didn't even the worst. hear your riddle link because my brain oh, went to Disney. That would be an amazing t-shirt with the like the big swoopy D. <laughs> Diz nuts. Okay. I'm crazy for Disneyland. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay what was your riddle link? I, I, I didn't even hear it. This inaccurate measuring digit is a digit-sized heroine who marries Prince Cornelius. Well, this I'm have inaccurate to say this. measuring digit is a digit-sized heroine who marries Prince Cornelius. I'm going to see your riddle link with a riddle link before I even answer. Okay. Make a guess using your opposable as to what the name of Hans Christian Andersen's tiny girl is. And if you haven't figured it out, those are both the riddle link puzzle for the same answer. So let's leave it hanging. Tell everybody how they can play along. You can reach out and answer that one on Instagram at the.village.idiom or email us thevillageidiompodcast at gmail.com or, or whether it's the Facebooks, the YouTubes, or the Twitters at three minutes gone. Do I hear something dumb? Yeah. Uh, when I was writing that riddle link, I said, uh, the, the final one, I said Hans Christian Andersen's Tiny Girl. My first version of it was um, uh, Peter Pan's Tiny Friend. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's not her name. It's not her name. <laughs> and that is three minutes gone. All right. Well, I hope people play along with that one. We're one Riddle Link short this week, but uh, it's all good. For something that's supposed to be so small, that's the biggest Riddle Link. We've hung out there in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you enjoyed uh, putting... Uh, whatever. <laughs> Just enjoyed yourself. <laughs> whatever way you find enjoyment. <laughs> I'm Skinny. Uh, I'm Jurassic Mark. And these are the Village Idioms. Under my three minutes gone